Public holidays differ in every country in the world. The list I read yesterday included most of the holidays one would expect in North America, New Year's Day, Labor Day, Thanksgiving Day, and even Christmas Day. Yesterday, I googled every holiday for 2021, Independence Day in America. Canada Day, you know where. But Google's search blew by, leaving off what I consider the most important holiday of the year. While they included Christmas, Google left out Easter. And for this Christian, remembering the resurrection of Jesus, followed by Pentecost and the Ascension, is to be expected, but it shows the cultural shift we're witnessing in our world today. The earth turns completely around every day, while the cosmos swirls in disarray. We remember the least first and lay aside what we must never forget. Take heart. The unseen will be seen. The trumpet will sound one day to come. Every knee will bow to the reason for Easter. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series this week called Where is God in a Coronavirus World? So, I'll ask you the question, where is God? What's he doing? I think back to a time when the people of Israel were wandering through the wilderness for 40 years. Guess what? They were asking those same questions. They struggled to understand what the Lord was doing. For many of us, we can relate to this wilderness time. Perhaps you feel like you've been wandering in a wilderness. In just a moment, We're going back to the book of Genesis, and we'll see how the Lord meets us when we are struggling. And we'll also be joined once again by Dr. John Lennox to hear his insight into this question and some encouragement for us who are still struggling to see Jesus clearly. John Lennox wrote the book called Where is God in a Coronavirus World? In this short but I think profound book, Dr. Lennox shows how the Bible helps us make sense of our world today. God knew there would be wars and pestilence, and as we come to see him through Jesus, we can find a sure and certain hope for our daily lives today. After the program, I'd like to send you a copy of John's book for your gift to the ministry. And the number to call is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. You can also go online and read a few pages from the book. And after that, make your gift there at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And a quick reminder, we still have the Gospel of Luke DVD, a feature film following the entire gospel word for word in either the NIV or KJV. It's yours for a gift to the ministry. And now are you ready? Let's open the program with the Isaacs. They never thought the freedom would have left them wandering in a desert barren and dry. Even though God gave them quelling bread from heaven with a cloud by day and fire. 
sound opening this haven today, the Isaacs, and a song called The Wilderness. I'm Charles Morris on Where is God in a Coronavirus World. Many of us are asking the same question that our title has been this week. It feels like we've been plunged into a pandemic with no warning, and it's difficult to see where the Lord is and how he's at work. But that's one question Israel didn't really have to ask, however. The Lord was the one leading them. There was that 
pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire in the night. They knew exactly where he was, and the pillars reminded them day and night that he was with them, even if they didn't understand why he was leading them around. For many of us, our churches have been empty, and that's caused a great struggle with us. Where is the Lord? But just like Israel, all we need to do is look. Thousands are gathering online every week, every day even, to hear from the Lord. Churches report far greater reach than usual, with believers tuning in around the world. Many have seen unbelievers come to faith in Jesus through online services. The Lord is at work, and we can be grateful even as we struggle with isolation and loneliness that the pandemic has caused. The story of Israel in the wilderness is not just about wondering, though. It's a story of longing. The people of Israel, more than anything, longed to be back home. They had been rescued powerfully out of the land of Egypt, out of the evil clutches of Pharaoh, and all through the power of the Lord and his faithfulness to save. He was bringing them to the promised land, that land flowing with milk and honey. They longed to enter that beautiful place, just like we long to be with the Lord, but they began to grumble, to complain against the Lord. They began to think he had brought them out of Egypt just to let them die. They started to wonder if life wasn't better for them back in Egypt. Listen to some of their complaints that's found in the book of Exodus and Numbers. If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted, but you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Or here's another one. Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst? If only we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. The cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. But now we've lost our appetite. We never see anything but this manna. Israel struggled to take their eyes off of present circumstances. They had been rescued. They were on their way to the promised land. Yet they couldn't think of anything but what food they ate and what they drank. They forgot that the Lord who turned the rivers into blood could easily produce water. That the Lord who provided salvation for them through the Passover could easily give them food to eat. They forgot that our present circumstances are not final circumstances. And how many of us today are just like that? We can get so wrapped up in present hardships and struggles, we forget the Lord. And maybe that's one thing the Lord is doing right now in the midst of a swirling cosmos. I want us to hear from Dr. John Lennox again on this point. He's written the book, Where is God in a Coronavirus World? And he recently sat down with Colin Hansen from the Gospel Coalition to talk about what the Lord might be teaching us right now. Well, it would be good if it had the effect of really showing people that these temporal, temporal entertainments are pretty trivial and they don't satisfy the deep longings of the human heart. 
I really do believe that God has set eternity in our hearts. And this is one of those times when something is happening to raise that much higher in people's consciousness. And that in itself would be a very positive outcome. Our temporal pleasures might be enjoyable, but they aren't lasting. And they're not ultimately satisfying. You and I need to hear this, not just in the middle of a pandemic, but every single day of our lives, just like Israel wandering in the desert. We face the temptation to look at our temporal life as ultimate, to long for better days behind us, or to hold on to our present days out of fear that we might lose what little happiness or hope we have. But in Jesus Christ, we have a well of joy and hope that isn't tied to our present circumstances. We have a hope that transcends our world and draws our eyes forward. What we have now and what we enjoy now cannot satisfy the deep longings of our heart. Israel needed to learn that, and so do we. But their wanderings and our present struggles point us to something else. The people of Israel weren't just grumpy or selfish. They were scared, just like I think some of us are scared. Scared of losing what little sense of security that we have. But in Christ, we have a sure future and a certain hope. Are you afraid today? That's the question Dr. John Lennox has been asked about COVID-19. And here's how he answered as I look to the future, you see, you're asking someone who's been given his life back yeah. because I nearly died a few years ago, about 10 years ago, when they thought I couldn't be saved because I was about to have a massive heart attack. So I said mm. goodbye to my wife, if you forgive a personal answer to this. And the thing that I experienced at that time was a deep sense of calm, absolute deep sense of calm. And that wasn't proceeding simply from my emotional temperament. I, I do believe that this is something that God has promised. I had real peace. I knew I would see my wife again. And I knew that although that would cause great pain to her, the children, the grandchildren, nevertheless, I had a real hope. That's one side of it. The other side of it is that prospective death can be scary if we're thinking of the process of dying because of the way it might happen, because we know that some deaths, and we've all probably seen them in loved ones, can be very disturbing and painful and uncomfortable in spite of the great advances in palliative care. And the process of dying is not a pleasant thing. Remember, death is still an enemy. It has yet right, to be overcome. Right. But right. what would concern me? And where I have peace, of course, is that there's another kind of death that Scripture talks about, and that is separation from God. And what makes the big difference for me is the fact that I know where I'm going, that mm -hmm. I have received as a sheer gift, not merited, 
a gift of God through trust in Christ. I've received that life that is imperishable. So as I look towards the future, of course, I've no idea what my emotional reaction would be if I was dying of lack of breath, having contracted this disease. But I know that deep down, I would have peace with God because there's a promise that when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That biblical idea, it's wonderful, that the Lord is my shepherd is a magnificent thing to have at a time like this. From an interview with Colin Hansen from the Gospel Coalition, Dr. John Lennox. Fear is powerful. It was their fear that led Israel to lose their faith as they wandered through the wilderness. And it's our fear that keeps us from trusting fully in the Lord. Many of us are afraid, but that's where the Lord meets up with us. The Lord is using this time we're going through right now to give us strength, to lead us on deeper into his love, just like he was with ancient Israel. Remember the words from Deuteronomy 29? The Lord says during the 40 years that I led you through the wilderness, your clothes did not wear out, nor did the sandals on your feet. You ate no bread and drank no wine or other fermented drink. I did this so that you might know that I am the Lord your God. Well, you and I might be afraid, and we might be struggling. Many of us are. But if we know Jesus Christ, we know he's with us. He uses all these things to draw us closer. So we look forward by faith, trusting that he will bring us home. Would you join me in prayer right now? Lord, having been to Israel many times, I've seen little glimpses of that wilderness that the Israelites walked through for 40 long years as they grumbled, as they were many times unfaithful. And so God said, this generation shall pass. I'm going to lead a new generation into the promised land, the land of milk and honey. Well, Lord, here we are today, and some of us feel like we are walking through a desert wilderness. But we need to remember, with your help, that ahead of us, there is a promised land to come. There is a land of milk and honey, a time and a place where we get to join our Savior and live with him forever and ever. Lord, may we not forget this. Whatever's happening to us right now, whatever's happening around us right now, May we not forget the gospel, the grace given to us daily by Jesus Christ, like manna from heaven. May we not forget that. And may we eat up and drink up, ready for that better time to come. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. So rich and so sweet 
God leads his dear children along where the waters cool flow bathes the weary ones feet God leads his dear children along I hope you agree with that song that Travis Cottrell just sang, God Leads Us Along. On a program called Where is God in a Coronavirus World, I'm Charles Morris. Many of us have never experienced so many challenging days, but yet days mixed with the sweet comfort that only the Lord can bring. 
we're living in some hard times. And I think that's why I was so blessed by this little book that Oxford professor John Lennox wrote to help answer questions that we have today. John does a great job dealing with our tough questions filled with profound biblical truth in this new book, Where is God in a Coronavirus World? It's a quick and encouraging read, and John will help you turn your eyes to Jesus, the only hope we have. Would you call us right now? Would you make your gift to this listener-supported ministry? And we'll send you the book, Where is God in a Coronavirus World? Here's the number, 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or remember, we've put up a few pages from the book that you can read there on our website and then decide to get the book and make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And it's still not too late to read the Gospel of Luke this year, and to help you do that, we still have the feature film that tells Christ's story word for word from either the NIV or the KJV. You can get the DVD by contacting us online or by giving us a call. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we'll share together the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Sometimes in life, the godliest thing you can do is take a nap. It reminds me of the prayer we teach our children, or used to at least. As I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord, my soul to keep. That's not just wishful thinking. For children of the Lord, it's a true right from His Word. Psalm 3, King David, running for his life. Stressful time, but he rested in the Lord, literally. In verse 5, David told us, I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. Sleep is a gift from the Lord, and it's a reminder for each of us that he never sleeps. He keeps watch over us. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.